Welcome to the Rocket Brief, where we take about 10 minutes and tell you what we've been covering on Redstone Arsenal. I'm Jonathan Stinson for the Redstone Rocket. This is the February 7th edition. During a visit with industry partners, Aviation and Missile Commander Major General Tom O'Connor sat down with former Army Materiel Commander Paul Kern and discussed a number of topics, including the Department of Defense's National Defense Industrial Strategy. O'Connor echoed Kern's comments on the critical need for an industrial defense partnership, noting that decades before a formal policy was in place, the nation's success during World War II was primarily due to the industrial capacity to meet demand and requirements. The AMCOM commander also said there were two key efforts, investing in the workforce in order to maintain the skills necessary to create the capacity and capability needed to be successful, and ensuring supply chain resiliency. You can find more of the discussion on page five in this week's Rocket. Redstone Arsenal's 2023 combined federal campaign ended early last month with $956,067 in pledges falling just short of its $1 million goal, but exceeding last year's efforts by more than $50,000. The total included $138,609 from retired federal employees. According to Lisa Corriera, the local federal coordinating committee chair with the combined federal campaign of the Greater Tennessee Valley. The Garrison's job fair on January 31st saw more than 700 applicants attend the event at the Ulysta building just outside of Gate 9. The organization was looking to fill 87 vacant positions across several directorates. We are truly excited that this is our first job fair for the garrison, Garrison Commander Colonel Brian Cozine said. And we truly appreciate we have this many people from across all communities to come in and look for opportunities to get a job here at Redstone. In an effort to reduce the impact on local landfills, a self-contained above-ground incinerator is being used to burn natural wood material from job sites at Redstone along with debris from recent storms. With this equipment, smoke particles are trapped under an air curtain and reburned, reducing their size, while reducing the amount of smoke and particulate matter that would occur in an open burn pit. This will be an ongoing program, according to the Directorate of Public Works, and take place at a site on Buxton Road, west of Patton Road. The Space and Missile Defense Command Technical Center's Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math Student Employment Program is providing opportunities for college students. The program allows for the direct hire of students pursuing some science, technology, engineering, and math degrees. Students can submit their resume through the Technical Center webpage or at a publicly announced recruiting event, such as the career fair associated with the Black Engineer of the Year Awards. Interns may receive relocation incentives or bonuses each time they return to duty at the Technical Center, allowing the center to expand recruitment outside the local community area to top universities throughout the state and nation. Tuition assistance is also available. Upon graduation, the internships can be converted to a career ladder positions within the Technical Center. Diara Lawrence, a sophomore mechanical engineer major at Tuskegee University, was offered an internship after an encounter at the Black Engineer of the Year Awards Conference in 2023. You can read more about her story on page 9 of this week's Rocket. Five Space and Missile Defense Command team members recently completed a year-long program designed to bolster their leadership skills. Wayne Bracey, Julie Brown, Monica Merriweather, Kara Pleasant, and Willie Ransom participated in the Emerging Enterprise Leader Program. Merriweather recommended the program to her peers. 
The program builds confidence, provides the opportunity to work outside of your comfort zone, and allows you to team build with SMDC members outside of your immediate division, she said. NASA held its annual Day of Remembrance on January 25th. Each January, the agency pauses to honor members of the NASA family who lost their lives while furthering the cause of exploration and discovery, including the crews of Apollo 1 and Space Shuttle's Challenger and Columbia. NASA completed the sixth of 12 scheduled RS-25 engine certification tests in a critical series for future flights of the agency's Space Launch System rocket as engineers conducted a full-duration hot fire January 27th at Stennis Space Center in Mississippi. The current series builds on previous hot fire testing conducted at NASA Stennis to help certify production of the new RS-25 engines by lead contractor Aerojet Rocketdyne, an L3 Harris Technologies company. The new engines will help power NASA's SLS rocket on future Artemis missions to the moon and beyond, beginning with Artemis 5. On Monday, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson named Joseph Pelfrey the director of the Marshall Space Flight Center effective immediately. Pelfrey has served as the acting center director since July of 2023. NASA Marshall is one of the agency's largest field centers and manages NASA's Michoud Assembly Facility in New Orleans, where some of the largest elements of the Space Launch System rocket and Orion spacecraft for the Artemis campaign are manufactured. The center also is responsible for the oversight and execution of an approximately $5 billion portfolio, comprised of human spaceflight, science and technology development efforts. Its workforce consists of nearly 7,000 employees, both civil servants and contractors. Redstone Arsenal Senior Commander had a vision for an installation-wide retirement ceremony to honor DOD civilians and service members ending their federal careers. The first ceremony is set for Thursday, April 25th. It's sad to see a government employee who has been working for the country for 25 years walk out with a pat on the back and a pen, Mohan said. I think we can do better. This first ceremony is open to those with a retirement date between January 1st and April 30th. Participation is voluntary, and this event doesn't preclude organizations conducting their own ceremonies. For more information, contact Community Readiness and Resiliency Integrator Brian Copeland at bryan.a.copeland.civ at army.mil. Country music star Craig Morgan wore his Army Green Service uniform Saturday at Redstone Arsenal. The reserve soldier was promoted to warrant officer in a pinning ceremony at Heiser Hall, attended by his fellow members of the 313th Army Band, family and friends from as far away as Texas and Oklahoma. He was promoted from Staff Sergeant. You can read more about why the country singer decided to rejoin the Army on page one of this week's Rocket. That does it for this week's Rocket Brief. You can find all of those stories and more on newsstands now. Or visit us online at www.theredstonerocket.com. We'll see you next week.